Produced by Q News for the WIA, this is the National News Service, relayed throughout Australia and originates from VK1 WIA. Hi there, I'm Graham, VK4 B, Victor Kilo for Baker Baker. This is the WIA National News for week commencing January the 22nd, 2012. From VK1 WIA, this is the National News Service. Tune in today, focus on tomorrow. The big news in the radio world is that tomorrow, the World Radio Communication Conference 2012, or WRC12, will commence in Geneva, Switzerland. It runs January 23 through to February the 17th. The Australian delegation, as led by the ACMA, will include ACMA Chairman Chris Chapman. Dale Hughes, Victor Kilo One Delta Sierra Hotel, is representing the WIA and the amateur service. There are 35 agenda items for WRC 12, including Agenda Item 1.23, which is to consider an allocation of about 15 kilohertz in part to the band 415 to 526.5 kHz to the amateur service on a secondary basis, taking into account the need to protect existing services. Successful Prosecution WIA President Michael Owen, VK3KI, writing on WIA front page news, says a 63-year-old man from Melbourne's western suburbs has pleaded guilty in the Werribee Magistrates Court this on January 11 to several offences under the Radio Communications Act. The prosecution followed an extensive investigation into alleged breaches of the Radio Communications Act. The court placed the defendant on a 12-month good behaviour bond, ordered him to dispose of all seized equipment within four months and to prove to the ACMA in writing that he had disposed of the said equipment. Western Australia marks 50th anniversary of Perth as the City of Light. On February the 20th this year, Western Australia will celebrate the 50th anniversary of a very significant event. On that day in 1962, John Glenn became the first American to orbit the Earth on the Friendship 7 spacecraft. On this mission, Glenn flew over Perth and the people of Perth turned on their lights to acknowledge his mission. Glenn observed that the city was clearly visible from space and Perth became known as the City of Light. This early space exploration mission set the stage for the Gemini and Apollo programs which accumulated in NASA landing men on the moon. To commemorate the 50th anniversary of Glen's orbit on Monday the 20th of February 2012, an outdoor public event will be staged in the Northbridge Piazza, featuring a live audio and video link to the International Space Station as it orbits the Earth. This free public event is being organised by the State Records Office of Western Australia and the Western Australian Museum working with the City of Perth. State archivist Catherine Kazakis said the highlight of the event will be the opportunity for young people to speak and ask questions of the astronaut on the International Space Station. Ten young people will be selected through an online competition in which they will be asked to come up with the original questions for the astronaut. The school-aged children will ask their questions to the astronaut on the ISS as they are streamed live on the big screen at the Northbridge Piazza, said Ms. Kazakis. The Worldwide Aris Network will be setting up a link between the space station and Perth and assisted by the Hills Amateur Radio Club. 
The city of Perth Lord Mayor Lisa Scafidi said the city was pleased to be involved in hosting a free public event that engaged the community and recalled a very significant event in Perth's history. School-aged children are encouraged to enter the competition by submitting their questions to the astronauts on the International Space Station at the West Australian Museum website, www.museum.wa.gov.au forward slash city dash light. Entries close on the 29th of January 2012 and the winners will be contacted by the state's record office by the 2nd of February 2012. This has been Tony, VK5ZAI, the Australian National Coordinator for ARIS. Believe it or not, well I remember that uh, broadcast. It was my first year as a broadcast operator at the old 4BH in Brisbane. When we used to close at midnight, except for that night, and yes who pulled the the short, or maybe it was the long straw, to bring from the Voice of America the broadcast of John Glenn as he circled the earth. We'll have much more on this story from Ono and others in the West in weeks to come leading up to Feb 20. YL International meet the 3rd to the 9th of May, an update, and Alara President Tina VK5 TMC says 47 YLs have registered. And if you're going to join the meet, then time to register is running out fast. Registrations will need to close by the end of February for the Garn and early March for the Adelaide meet. Unfortunately, there has been a change. The Garn trip organisers have considered at the last moment that the Meet the Travel agent has been advised by Great Southern Rail, the Garn train operator, that all Wednesday trains have been cancelled including the scheduled meet trip from Adelaide to the Alice. Organisers say an alternate plan will be put in place. If you have any concerns whatsoever, contact Tina VK5TMC. I'm Jeff Emery, VK4ZPP, and I've been thinking. Regular listeners will be aware that the WIA news team has reciprocal arrangements with other amateur radio news services. These services may pick your club news item and place it on their own website with credit to the WIA as the news source. However, you can find that same item is read and spread around the world from that secondary source. This is why you can expand your club's presence in the world of amateur radio by submitting news items for broadcast. A good club website is a great tool for your members, but please remember, our broadcast team gives their own time to compile and distribute the news. Just like you, they don't have the time to search the internet for your news gem. Remember, if an item is good enough for your website, it's good enough for WIA News. I'm Jeff Emery, and that's what I think. How about you? Well, I think it's a great idea that everybody that is listening to this broadcast would send us some material, because I'm sure that uh, as a ham radio operator, you're picking up on little bits and pieces from all your contacts and around the world, so send us that material. As an example or two, this story was sent to us from the Summerland Club just this week. When was the first TV transmission made in Australia? Put your thinking caps on for this one. When was the first TV transmission made in Australia? It was the 3rd of November, 1885. 1885. It seems the 85 Melbourne Cup was transmitted to Ballarat in Victoria and was reported to be very satisfactory. Henry Sutton, via telegraph line, 
used NIPCO disc equipment that he had built himself. Henry was known as Australia's Edison. Alexander Graham Bell even went to Ballarat to see him and his inventions, and it's said that Alexander Graham Bell was most impressed with Henry Sutton. Sutton should be better recognised. Unfortunately, he was on the wrong side of the world. The other example of club news making national and worldwide news was sent to the National News Service, and it came from Tim Goodrich, N5ASH, known locally to radio listeners as Skeeter Nash via Amateur Radio Newsline. Am Radio will help commemorate the life of a country music legend. Tim Goodrich, N5ASH, better known to radio listeners as Skeeter Nash, joins us with details. Members of my club, the Northeast Arkansas Radio Club, will be sponsoring the first ever Johnny Cash Birthday Celebration Special Event Station. This on what would have been the late Country Music Hall of Fame and Rock and Roll Hall of Fame members' 80th birthday. The Johnny Cash Birthday Celebration Special Event Station will take to the air on Sunday, February 26th, using the special call sign N5C. November 5, Cash. You can listen out for it beginning at 1800 hours UTC, which is noon Central U.S. time. We plan to operate for a six-hour period ending around 6 p.m. Central U.S. time. N5C will have stations operating SSB on the 80, 40, 20, and 10-meter bands. At least one of these will be located in Dice Colony, not far from the house where the Cash family once lived. Johnny Cash never forgot his roots here in Northeast Arkansas. And we in the amateur radio community are looking forward to having the opportunity to honor one of the most recognizable figures in music history. Those making contact with N5C will receive a commemorative certificate. From Jonesboro, Arkansas, I'm Tim Goodrich, N5ASH, a.k.a. Skeeter Nash of the Northeast Arkansas Radio Club, reporting for the Amateur Radio Newsline. So there you be. When you hear or see something that interests you as a radio amateur, send it to nationalnews at wia.org.au. Whether it be just a funny thing that you've heard on the air, a small titbit, or news of a local ham fest. Happy New Year, everyone, from the members of the Central Coast Amateur Radio Club. I'm Rod, VK2FVRJ. Did you miss out on that special present this Christmas? Were you on Santa's naughty list? Well, don't worry. It's only 34 days until the Central Coast Amateur Radio Club Field Day at Wyong on the 26th of February 2012. Amateur Radio's big day out is coming up fast. So get your wish list together, check it twice, and grab that special bargain at the largest amateur radio gathering in the Southern Hemisphere, Central Coast Amateur Radio Club Field Day at Wyong. As a new free service for 2012, the Central Coast Amateur Radio Club are offering to arrange meetups for Australian clubs and groups attending the field day. For those wishing to take advantage of the meetup feature, please register as soon as possible via the form under the Meetups tab on the right-hand side of the fieldday.org.au webpage. But you better get in quick, as the list will close very shortly. And as usual, most major suppliers of amateur radio equipment will be at the field day, along with the flea market exhibitors and various amateur radio clubs. For more information, please go to the fieldday.org.au website. And of course, the Field Day raffle will be on again this year. The Central Coast Amateur Radio Club would like to acknowledge Amateur Transceiver Radio Centre for their donation of a Yaesu VX170 to be included in this year's prize list.
Well, that's all from the Central Coast Amateur Radio Club. We'll see you at the field day on the 26th of February, 2012. The countdown continues to the Centre Victoria Radio Fest with its family-friendly and interesting program. The commercial traders have loads of stock to sell at competitive prices all in the dedicated traders' hall. There'll be plenty on offer too at the second-hand market tables and car boot space alley. What sets this event apart from others is that it includes a mini-lecture program and activities. The organisers thank the guest presenters in the mini-lecture program. There'll be Australia's first showing of homebrew digital television, a look behind the scenes at the ACMA and the Super DX station ZL6QU at Quartz Hill. Put it in your diary now. The Centre Victoria Radio Fest at the Canton Racecourse on Sunday the 12th of February. I'm Bruce Lees, and you're listening to VK1 WIA. Produced by Q News for the WIA, this is the National News Service, relayed throughout Australia and originates from VK1 WIA. What use is an F-call? When I came out of the examination room where I just passed my foundation licence, after the obligatory congratulations and backslaps, I walked out into the sun and wondered, now what? At the time, I knew two amateurs and had met the people in my classroom. Since then, I've become an active participant in amateur radio. Recently, I was having lunch with some other amateurs and we were talking about how their journey evolved from graduation to their current level of involvement. The key was information. I've talked here about how I went about selecting a radio, an antenna and the like, but there was a step before that, one that each new amateur needs to make, and that is finding the community. Ironically, while you're listening to this, you've already found us. You've already got a link to other amateurs but you might have graduated with other people who are not so fortunate. So firstly, I'd like to encourage you to contact those people and link up with them. Of course, listening to me talking is not really interaction, and I'm not the fountain of knowledge. Instead, I'd encourage you to seek out other sources of information. The obvious ones are clubs and the internet. But less obvious ones exist in the form of amateurs who've been around the block more than a few times. Having lunch with amateurs who've had their license as long as you've been alive is an interesting pastime, especially when the guy on the other side pipes up and confesses that he's had his license longer than your parents have been alive. This amateur radio caper is a hobby. It's fun. It's a diversion from your day-to-day -day life and an opportunity to learn things from new people. Keep your eyes and ears open and soon you too will start finding other like-minded individuals. In the meantime, listen to amateur radio news, participate in online fora, visit local clubs, and remember, this hobby touches all walks of life across the globe. Enjoy! I'm Ono VK6 Fox Lima Alpha Bravo. Past editions of What Use is an F-Call can be found online at harg.org.au. That's hotelalpharomeogolf.org.au under F-Troop.
International news with thanks to RSGB, Southgate, Amateur Radio Club, the ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, NZART, AR Victoria and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Army Mars resumes use of Winlink 2000. It appears the Army Military Auxiliary Radio System, Mars, has reversed its decision to phase out Winlink 2000. The ARRL reports, according to Pudge Forrester, AA9GL, government liaison for Army Mars, Lieutenant General Susan Lawrence has reversed the decision to phase out the use of the Winlink 2000 global radio email system by Army Mars members. Ms Lawrence stated that for the Army, after reviewing its capabilities, has decided that the continued use of Winlink 2000 was a valuable asset to Army Mars members and agencies that were using the service. She issued a statement to that effect on December 21, 2011. On January 5, 2012, the Chief of Army Mars officially notified his membership that the phase-out notice had been rescinded. Army Mars members and agencies who had been using the service hailed the decision by Ms Lawrence and resumed the use of Winlink 2000. FCC greenlights STA for Texas ham to run HF spread spectrum. The FCC has granted Philip J. Williams, KA1GMN, of Euless, Texas, a special temporary authority, or STA, to conduct spread-spectrum experiments on 160 through 2 metres. The six-month authorisation takes effect February 1st and expires July 31st. It limits Williams to a maximum of 2.5 kilohertz of signal bandwidth at 100 watts effective radiated power. Williams was directed by the FCC to use the experimental station call letters WF9XJD during his investigational spread spectrum transmissions. Previous experiments with spread spectrum technology have been conducted on the ham radio bands at 222 MHz and above where this mode of transmission is already legal. The special temporary authority granted to Williams is the first permitting spread spectrum experimentation on the high frequency and lower VHF bands. Bomb threat shuts Cyprus radio and TV for three hours. Staff were evacuated from the premises of the Cyprus Broadcasting Corporation Monday last after a bomb threat was phoned into the station. According to an informed source, a threat was phoned in twice to the main switchboard, firstly at 10.20 UTC and again just after 1100 UTC. Few details are known about the actual threat, but dozens of police officers, fire and explosives experts cordoned off the sprawling complex with TV and radio services forced off the air. Studios were evacuated and, after a search lasting three hours, police gave the all-clear. CyBC is Cyprus's public broadcasting service, transmitting island-wide on four radio and two television channels. ITU receives Emmy Award. This for New Audio Broadcast Standard recommendation, which aims to standardise loudness metering on TV. The annual Technology and Engineering Emmy recognises the groundbreaking work on the worldwide standardisation of loudness metering for use in broadcast audio, which the Academy considered as outstanding and showing excellence in engineering creativity. 
ITUR recommendation BS.1770 on algorithms to measure audio program loudness and true peak audio level was elaborated over a decade as a result of the dedication of many specialists including Spencer Leing of the Australian Broadcasting Corporation. The standard was finalised during the last study period within ITUR working Party 6C under the chairmanship of David Wood of the European Broadcasting Union. The pertinent algorithm and the agreed parameters are now contained in the ITUR recommendation approved by ITU member states giving worldwide guidance on loudness metering. DIY Radio News, CQ to introduce Maker Column. CQ magazine will introduce a quarterly Maker Column to be written by Matt Stoltz, KB3TAN, that will appear in the March, June, September and December issues of the magazine. KB3TAN is the founder of Hack Pittsburgh. This is a community workshop for makers in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. He's been a ham since 2009 and has integrated amateur radio into many of Hack Pittsburgh's activities. As already reported, the hacker and maker movement is a worldwide do-it-yourself phenomenon among mostly younger, tech-savvy individuals who enjoy hands-on tinkering and experimenting with electronics, crafts, and similar projects. Many makers are not familiar with amateur radio, even though hams have been makers since the dawn of radio, of course. CQ says that the goal of this column to help build and strengthen bridges between the amateur radio and the maker communities. And speaking of the maker and hacker communities, while it's not even been out a month, there appear to be several groups that have either asked permission to translate the ARRL's new DIY Magic of Amateur Radio video into other languages or are already undertaking such a project. Since its release last December 27th, word is that versions with either subtitles or overdubbed audio are being prepared by individuals or groups around the globe in the Spanish, Portuguese, and possibly even Russian languages. And these are the ones that are known about. Also, Tom Medlin, who hosted the December 27th release of the video on his W5KUB website, has made available some statistics. These show that the new video had viewers in Canada, Venezuela, Mexico, Argentina, France, the Cayman Islands, Puerto Rico, New Zealand, as well as all across the United States. Produced by Q News for the WIA, this is the National News Service, relayed throughout Australia and originates from VK1 WIA. Operational News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ. Special Events and On-Air Contest Column, Dateline 2012. Don't forget the AX prefix can replace VK prefix for the 26th of January. VK Rossall Memorial VHF UHF Contest closes January 31. VK Summer VHF UHF Field Day January 14 and 15. VK John Moore Memorial Field Day March 17 and 18. VK ZL AM CW on Anzac Day April 25. VK ZL Trans Tasman Contest 80 metres SSB May 5. On Anzac Day, the 25th of April 2012, a group of amateurs in North Queensland, the Tableland Radio Group, are encouraging amateurs to operate on AM and CW modes during the afternoon and evening of Anzac Day as a mark of remembrance to the servicemen and women who served our countries during time of conflict. 
AM and CW were modes used by radio operators and signalers during World War II and in Korea, Malaysia and early in Vietnam. So by using those modes it shows that we radio amateurs are remembering them in our own special manner. Hopefully our New Zealand cousins will join in the activity as the ANZAC spirit is an integral part of both our countries. This is not a contest and we simply ask amateurs to switch to AM and CW to experience the attributes of those old modes. As regards frequencies, it's simply staying on the usual net frequencies but change the mode. If it's possible, we ask that ex-Navy ships, military museums, fortifications, warbirds, radio museums etc etc be used to operate from. On conclusion, please send an article to Amateur Radio Magazine to show others what you have done. Amateur Radio Station celebrating Chinese New Year. NEO 9M2 CLN Station Master for the Malaysian Amateur Radio Transmitter Society announced that the special event call sign 9M4 CNY will be active to celebrate the Chinese New Year Cultural and Heritage Celebration 2012 from Penang Island AS015 on January the 29th between 0700 and 1600 hours Zulu. Suggested frequencies are 14288 kHz and 7088 kHz, SSB only. QSL only direct to the address on qrz.com. For VK1 WIA National News in Rainy Ingham, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ. Across Australia from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In Brisbane, it's relayed on 147 MHz at 9am Sunday. From the Brisbane VHF Group's VK4 RBN on Mount Glorious, I'm Bryn, VK4 Golf Foxtrot. I'm Brian, VK3SXR, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group news, beginning with ATV. Tomas, NW7US, has made available on YouTube a 58-minute movie of an amateur radio de-expedition to the lost islands of the Central Arctic. In April 2001, a team of amateur radio operators and support team members embarked on a journey to the lost islands of the Central Arctic, an area above Russia, just shy of the permanently frozen Arctic Circle. These islands were at one time never marked on any map, as they were strategic military assets of the USSR. Now they are documented, and in this diary you get to journey with the expeditionary team. Narration is in English. They went from island to island, spending time at each to activate the island on the amateur radio bands. This is a fantastic documentary of this expedition. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Digital A school in the village of Gresham, UK, will be running an amateur radio special event station using the D-Star Digital Network. The date of the event is not until 23rd of May and the call sign will be GB2GVS for the Gresham Village School. The children are aged 6 to 11. Andy 2 Echo Zero AIV says they've arranged link-ups with schools in Northern Ireland, USA and England, but we're looking for more countries and schools to participate, particularly anybody up at that time down under. The children of today are the future generation of electronic experts and amateur radio operators and we feel that this is an opportunity to engage with youngsters to the benefit of all. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier, QRP to the ISS. Doug Cook, KD5PDN's article about contacting the International Space Station with a few watts and a shoestring budget antenna is now available. 
The article, QRP to the ISS, appeared in the February issue of QST magazine and with permission from the ARRL, can now be downloaded from Clint Bradford K6LCS's website. Doug walks the reader through building a simple tape measure beam and how to successfully work the ISS with it and a handheld radio. Read the article at the web address in this week's WIA National News, best read at wia.org.au. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, International Lighthouse and Lightship Weekend, the 100th entry in the 15th Annual International Lighthouse and Lightship Weekend is the Moritzburg Lighthouse in Germany. It was built in 1770 next to a lake in Miniature Harbour for the King to Saxony for entertaining imitation naval battles. Contest-style station DM2C at the lighthouse expects to work CW, SSB and PSK31. Each contact will receive a QSL card through the Bureau. Jim Linton, VK3PC, says, With seven months to go, Australia's in the lead, accounting for a third of all entries so far, with Germany on 16, USA 12, followed by England having nine. Among other early representatives are Argentina, Belgium, Chile, Denmark, France, Honduras, Italy, Netherlands, New Zealand, Northern Ireland, Poland, Romania, Scotland, Sweden and Wales. Thanks, Brian. Now we will wrap up the news with a quick look at the social scene. The World Radio Conference in Geneva is taking place 23rd of January to the 17th of Feb. Don't forget the AX prefix can replace VK on January 26th. February 4 in VK4, the Bunya Mountains and District Amcom Incorporated's Ham and Wine Fest. February 12 in VK3, Centre Victoria Ham Fest at Kiton Racecourse. And the Central Coast Amateur Radio Club's Wyong Field Day, February 26 in VK2. I'm Graham, VK4BB. Walk softly. In the nation's capital, with amateur radio news from across the globe, this has been the WIA National News Service. Local news and callbacks follow on most affiliates. We'd appreciate you checking in. VK1WIA. We've reported. You decide.